Hello, and welcome to the smooth sounds of my mind with Stephen Taylor. Today, we're going to take a smooth ride through some cool topics. Yeah. Here we go again. I won't do the smooth thing. It's too relax. It's too relaxing. It's too it's too chill for what I'm gonna rant and rave about and carry on. Um, I've got well, welcome. Actually, I should start with I am Stephen Taylor. I don't have a very very smooth voice. More a um a kind of uh. Maybe harsh tone? No. No, I'm quite softly spoken. I don't think I have a very aggressive or full-on tone. No more than any other person should be or wants to. Um, what what I'm alluding to is... Uh, well, my son watches YouTube. And a lot of the content that comes out of the YouTube for kids is often American, which is okay because sometimes they have good moral values. Excuse me. And sometimes, oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. I'll drink this coffee. Hang on. Jeez. Not a, not a great way to start. Um, I'll just fall asleep. Maybe that'll be like this episode. It's you guys can just hear me sleep for 25 minutes. It might be more entertaining than this maybe probably not well maybe um anyway so a lot of the content he listens to or watches rather it's very american so he's like picking up an american accent and uh, i know it happens to more than just my child um but there's there's things like in in a in a in australia we call it like a the garbage bin or in the in the garbage but he says trash trash can you gotta throw it in the trash can man and um what's another good one uh like cockroach it's cockroach here and cockroach most of everywhere everywhere else and then in america it's um the cockroach no that's not right <laughs> that's like cuban hey hey money get you gotta get that cockroach you know that's probably way more cuban than um, American, um, you know, anyway, I just get, um, he, he's just picking up an American accent. I mean, it won't be long before he's like running around telling people to smash a like button and hit that notification bell and leave a positive review on, um, on, on Apple or YouTube. Actually, that's news. This, um, this actually made it too to Apple podcasts. So thanks. Thanks, Steve job and company rest, rest in power, Steve jobs. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be on your, um, on your service. I'm not sure how I haven't really looked into it. I probably should have when I did it, but, um, Hey, go and go and leave me a, um, a five star review. I'm learning all this. I'm learning how to, to, um, promote a podcast through listening to my son watch other YouTubers. So I'm like picking it up 
I'm not an old man, but I'm definitely not that tech savvy anymore. I mean, I'm I'm tech savvy and I'm smart with technology in some areas, more or less gaming and like TVs and stuff. Like home entertainment technology I'm okay with, but like computers and social media, I'm still a bit of a dinosaur. Like I started social media in 2017. So three years ago, you know, that's not, that's um, not a long time ago. When my wife started, it was like 09, <laughs> probably before then, you know, so she's way better at me. Actually, I actually started a new Instagram um, not related to, so I wanted to keep my personal one separate to uh, a more or less professional one. And it's, it's my mind podcast. And I just took all the vows out because someone took the vows. So I thought, you know what? I'm probably never going to make enough money to buy all the vows back. So I took the vows. I said, I'm going to take my mind podcast and then I don't have to have 60,000 numbers. It can just be my mind with no vows. So, hey, leave a positive, um, give it, give us a follow guaranteed, guaranteed. I'll follow you back. If you follow me, my mind podcast with no vows, I'll follow you back because I don't have many followers, which is, no, that's okay. I'm all right with that. Um, so I'm learning how to market a brand through my son. So don't be surprised if I'm telling you to smash a like button because that's what that's what he's telling me. You know, he's given me all the advice. I should really ask my wife because she knows way more about marketing than my five-year-old and me. So, hey, look, I'll ask you about it when I finish work tonight. I have to work tonight, so... Um, I'm probably not going to seek advice today. I probably will. I'll annoy her a little bit with it. Um, Because it's such a foreign thing for me to um, try and put yourself out there on social media. Because for me, like, it's a lot of unknowing. Even uh, I recently had family up over the weekend and even talking to them about doing this, I got like a little bit sheepish because now like, I'm not saying a lot of people are listening to it, but now more people are listening to it than when I started. So I get a little bit nervous because sometimes I don't remember the things I say. Um, and obviously everything I say on, on here is, it's all just conversation. It's all topical. It's all, you know, a little bit of comedy, no drama here. You know, I'm not saying anything to get anybody in trouble or myself in trouble. I'm just like talking because it's um, therapeutic, really. It's just really nice just to get it all out there. And um, I think I've said it before. I want like a little bit of a, a track thing for my son to track down, you know, because my dad died when I was quite young and I don't have much left of him. I've got like um, a bedside cabinet that he gave me. And that, and a couple of other things, you know, photos, of course. Um, and that's it. I don't have much of him left. So in the way of the world and the technology, I thought this is a great thing for, for me to kind of leave behind, you know, when I do leave this mortal plane, um, my son can look at this and kind of 
you know, see what my interests really were as a person rather than as a father and see my views as a person. And, um, yeah, so that's why that's, uh, one of the reasons why I do like to do this because I want my son to have, or my family even just to have some kind of, um, paper trail back. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll have like this online ghost <laughs> where I can just, um, talk and maybe I'll do heaps of them. I'll do so many, right. Of just nonsense talking. And then I can release one every week after my, um, my untimely demise. And then there'll always be a conversation. I can, people can always, um, talk to me every day and, um, I'm not going to do that. I'm really not, but I like doing this because like I said, it's something that my son can listen to when he's older or, you know, my future kids, um, my grandkids can listen to this and hear this and go, you know what? He was like exactly how I knew him because <laughs> not much changes. I'm not very different to how I speak on here to how I am in real life. I'm a pretty, um, down to earth person, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, so what I know about marketing is very little. And what I know less about is how to actually, um, sell myself as, as a product and, um, which is, Hey, it's tough. You know, I guess the only way I've kind of figured it out is just follow heaps of people and they'll follow you back. And that's just how you get it around. <laughs> is that, is that a thing? It's like for every dollar I donate, someone gives me a dollar, <laughs> take a penny, leave a, leave a penny, but hopefully that left penny tells a story about you, I guess. Anyway. Um, so I not often, but I do talk about how I'm a big lover of the Sopranos. And I just found out two days ago that they're doing a prequel to the Sopranos, not only a prequel, it's going to be a movie. They're going to do a movie about Tony Soprano's upbringing before, um, before he, you know, becomes an adult and goes to see shrink. They, they, they're going to tell the story of, um, of, of like his family and stuff, which is awesome. Cause you only see snippets, of, snippets of it in the show. Cause obviously it wants to tell the story of like how he's coming to terms with it now. So. So yeah, they're going to, it's called, um, the saints of Newark. Yeah. Can't wait. Hopefully it's going to come out, um, in the next six to eight months, I reckon. And, um, yeah, um, I'm so keen. Hopefully it comes out in cinema. I'd like to see it in cinema, but, um, they're doing a couple of little things. Like there's a, um, talking Sopranos podcast shout out. Oh, link in description. No, I don't actually know how to do links in the description yet. I've not really worked it out. I just actually worked out that you can repost things because like I said, I have a personal Instagram and then I've got a, um, this professional one for the podcast. And, um, yeah, I just worked out how, how to repost. I've been shown once before, but I didn't really understand it. And now I understand it less, but I know how to do it now. So, you know hopefully I can find the saints of Newark and, and post it on, on, um, my, uh, Instagram, either either my personal one or, or this one, 
um, because I'm super excited. I can't wait. I cannot wait to see the um, the Sopranos like legends. You know, hopefully they show the card game where um, Ralph Cifaretto, Tony Soprano, and Jackie April. Hopefully they show where they rob the guy. They rob um, oh, what's his name? Oh. Uh, he, anyway, he's like old school Italian dude who like comes out of prison and just like wants to take it back over. And um, yeah, hopefully they show them robbing that card game. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. What's another? Oh, I want to see like Chris Moltisanti's dad. I want to see Dickie Moltisanti in like in his prime, like kicking around and like Tony's dad as well. Like I want to see them in their prime just being like, you know, being gangsters and even seeing like junior, um, soprano, Corrado, when will it take place in the seventies? I would say in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. I think actually, um, James Gandolfini's son is in it. I'm not sure what role he's in, but that could be, that could be awesome. I love the Sopranos. I'm so disappointed that there wasn't another season, but I, I get it. You know, every show wants to end in a certain way. And um, even though people say it's disappointing and it's the thought of not knowing like what happens after that scene, it's also you talk about it as well. You know, it's not like you, you know, like, like some endings you just kind of forget about because they're a happy ending. But like with that one, and even with the Game of Thrones one now, because it's so disappointing, you talk about it more. It's like David Chase worked it out. Like the more, excuse me, I just have a sip of this coffee before I fall asleep. Because it's um so different. Instead of it just being on a happy, on a high, it's like, oh, geez, how disappointing. I hate it, but because I love the show so much, I'm going to watch it again and get disappointed again. I've seen that ending about 13 times. I think, you know, like, um, yeah, I love it. I used to watch it on, um, normal TV late, 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 late at night. Um, like through high school and stuff. And I seen the last episode and I just thought, what a sick show. This is awesome. This is the best show not knowing it was the last episode. And then I seen it and then it wasn't on for like ages. And then I was like, this is awesome. And then I started watching years and years later. I watched it more on like pay TV and start watched like the first three seasons. And I was like, Oh, I wonder where that episode is that I watched when I was a kid. I wonder where that awesome episode is where all that stuff happens and it went forever. Like wonder where that episode is. And then when I bought like all the, like the box set, and then rewatched it and got to the last episode. And I was like, this is the episode I seen in high school. I finished the show before I'd actually even started the show. You know, I'd seen the last bit before the first bit. And now everything was like, I unknowingly spoiled the whole thing for myself. So like when people used to talk about it and say, oh, how disappointing, how disappointing. I was like, 
oh yeah I, oh let's gotta suck getting to that point like i can't uh, i definitely want to put that off as long as i can even though i'd already seen it and i've already gone through the disappointment or rather not because it was like oh oh well that was awesome i can't wait to see like the next episode and like how they follow that up even though they don't follow it up that's it you know so um yeah, they actually made a video game called um, The Sopranos Road to Respect that um, I'd really like to play, but I just know it wouldn't be that good. I think the story would be good, but it wouldn't be like, yeah, it wouldn't be anything like groundbreaking. But um, I'd, I'd love to play it because I don't even think I played it. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, anyway, that segues me into... What is coming? I've spoken about this before. Cyberpunk 2077 comes out tomorrow at 12 o'clock. I wish it came out tonight at 12 o'clock, but because it goes off American time and Australia, we're a day ahead, it comes out tomorrow. So that's going to be one of the biggest games and i just realized that because i looked a bit up on imdb like i said it's what i do imdb is my twitter feed or youtube i just like go in this big rabbit hole of like imdb and i just keep looking at stuff looking stuff looking stuff and um like keanu reeves in it (laughs) like i'm i've always seen him the trailer and you're like you know in night city you're only a criminal what makes a criminal in night city if you get caught, you know, it's like this cool tagline. It's like, what? And they play bad guy, but Billy Eilish, shout out bad guy. I mean, Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish. Nah, she's really cool. She's awesome. She's the youngest um, person to win a Grammy. Youngest artist to have a um, num- number one song. I'm pretty sure in, in America's history. I'm pretty sure. I think Australia, it's taken out by Nikki Webster with um, Strawberry Kisses. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, <laughs> but, um, yeah, on a side note. Anyway, um, I really hope they use bad guy just in the trailer. Like it's not in the actual game because yeah, uh, I'm not too sure. Not if, not sure if I'm like a massive fan of that song. I've heard that song a lot, a lot. And I really like the beat and like the lyrics I don't really care for, but the beat is so addictive and it's such a hook in your head that you keep like playing and playing and playing and playing it. And um, yeah, I don't want that to be like the, the song in the game. Like there was a game that um, used a, a um, disturbed song and it was like down with the sickness or whatever. I think it was, I'm not too sure. It could have been another disturbed song, but anyway, Every time you would um, either play that level or it would start up, it would um, play that song and you get so sick of hearing it, eh? Like um, when you're playing wrestling games or like UFC games, it um, just every time you start skipping your intro because you're like, yeah, what a sick song, what a sick song. And then you hear it like 10 gazillion times and you're like, oh, skip, 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 skip. You know, there's only sometimes I can hear um, DMX say, um, 
Hell is Hot or whatever the start of Ain't No Sunshine is, even though it's a great song. But yeah, sometimes you can only hear it so much when it's projected out onto your earlobes. Uh, anyway, Cyberpunk 27.7. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I, like I see the trailer and it's all like first person and that scares me a lot because like, you know, it's the same creators that The Witcher, uh, Product City Red. And um, they... The witch is not first person. <laughs> the witch is third person. And it's like a really, really good third person game. It's a really, really good game. It's got like a really strong story. It's got characters that you want to see achieve and fail. Like the um, antagonist in them in like number three is like the wild hunt. And they are the most hateable antagonists. You know, there's just some characters. It's like um, 006 in like James Bond, he's so hateable, like Sean Bean, like I hate you so much in that GoldenEye movie because you just keep testing Bond. You just keep testing Pierce Brosnan. Um, and yeah, like every time the Wild Hunt gets mentioned, I just get so angry. I'm like, oh, I hate those guys. They're just, they're really, they're bad guys. They suck, you know? And you really feel for... Uh, Geralt and um, Siri and um, Vesemir and like some of the other witches that are in the game. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going to sequel it where you play as Siri and um, kind of like with, uh, Geralt takes the place of Vesemir as like the kind of witcher advisor, like the, the tutorial guy, which is that's a, that'd be awesome. I don't really want to play as Siri. I feel like they've done enough with that character. It'd be nice if they do like. Excuse me. It'd be nice if they do a um, kind of create a new character, but kind of have it as a character that you've seen before, kind of. Like if they do like a character that is known throughout the series a little bit and then, you know, he does the Witcher trials and then becomes a Witcher that way. I think that'll be better. Excuse me. And then you can build on that story. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, then you can build on that story more rather than building on the already existing trials and tribulations of Siri. Because I think that that story is more one that you want to sit back and see rather than play through. For me personally, I'd rather watch that story and support that story and um yeah play with it rather than actually playing it and like being that character and trying to run from the wild hunt and stuff and i feel like if you do that it's going to flash flashback a lot into like you know her time with the mysterious elf and all that stuff and it just gives me a headache because i hate the wild hunt so much and i don't want to want to deal with them anymore like they got they got banished you know they got they got cast out. They got taken out of paradise by St. Michael. Or really, like Geralt. But, um, yeah. I'd rather not. I'd rather not sit through that. But, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 is shaping up to be an awesome game. Like, my brother and I have been waiting for this game since they announced it. 
when they dropped Game of the Year edition of Witcher 3 and the anticipation leading up to it. And now that we're finally seeing like glimpses of the finished product and it's, uh, I don't even care if it's a flop, you know, like I didn't care. I did care for the Marvel. Actually, an update on Marvel Avengers game that actually did release a DLC seven hours ago or something like that, like yesterday, I think, of like Kate Bishop, so you can be her as a character. But I didn't read enough Hawkeye comics to really care that much. The only I've only read like maybe two or three, um, and even the ones with Kate Bishop. I've read even less of, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how invested I am into actually playing as Kate Bishop. I'm like really not, I've read more Hulk comics and I'm like, I've got less of a desire to play as Hulk than, yeah, than Kate Bishop. So like the only player I wanted to play as was Iron Man, Captain America and probably Black Widow. Yeah. Thor, like I've read enough Thor comics to like, I like Thor. I like Thor's stories, but I like Thor's stories when they're with someone else. And then, and he's like a support character for that person. Like his stories are just like, so like mythical and magical. And that gets a little bit tiresome for me. Like, I don't really like, I like, like facts. (laughs) I don't like going off, um, this weird mythology of characters. eh? Like, um, that's why I like the Marvel universe so much because they don't make up a lot of places like all every single superhero, 98%. No, I'll say 90% of superheroes all live on Manhattan Island. <laughs> like they all live in the state of New York. Like that's so many superheroes that live there. And then to a mass, like what's even crazier is that they have like this crazy crime rate. <laughs> in the Marvel universe. So it's like there's so many heroes to villain ratio, but the villain ratio of badness is so high and they're just bad people all the time. But um I'm I'm really looking forward to um Cyberpunk 2077. I think it's got all the potential and all the hype that it deserves. Like you, you can overhype something. But for the people that have been waiting for this game since when did which come out? 2014, seven years. When all those people have been waiting for that game for seven years, they're not going to get disappointed because they're finally seeing an end product. They're finally seeing. Um, they're finally finally going to see what they've been reading. What's like, what's fact, what's fiction? You know, so i really hope i'm really really hoping it's not first person but if it is i'm okay with it you know i'm okay with it being first person because i play a lot of first person games so i'm okay with it i i've not recently but the last month i've been playing red dead redemption 2 just in first person like in the campaign just in first person and it is such Oh, it is the biggest headache, but it is so awesome. It is so awesome. It's like when you're riding a horse and you fall off and you just see the screen flipping about all over the place. And yeah, it's awesome. And when you get punched as well and you fall over and there's this dude on top of you trying to beat the, beat the poo out of you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. 
I'm pretty happy with that. So look, and because it's going to be on 4K, um, Ultra HDR, whatever, um, I've, I think I've got to like update my Xbox, which I'm like working on, trying to just suss around for a good deal. Everyone's buying Xboxes. Can we just stop? Can we stop for 10 minutes and let, and let me buy an Xbox? <laughs> Can we just stop for 10 minutes and stop buying up all the Xbox One X's and Series X? Because they're the only two I want. I want an Xbox One X because it's the same as the Series S with a disk drive. I mean, there's a couple other like little differences in that with like the solid state drives and that kind of stuff. But as far as like processing power, they're almost the same. So I, and the, the look, the Series X, I'm just going to, I'm just going to happily concede and just say, I'm not getting one till next year. That's fine. Next year, I'll get a Series S, a Series X, and that's it. I'm okay with that. So I think the the, the next kind of series of gaming that comes out, and I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry to talk too much about gaming, but I really like gaming, and it's a big part of my life. Um, is, you know, sitting down, playing the Xbox, you know, like it's, it's where I get a lot of enjoyment and, um, I really enjoy it a lot. I'm actually replaying before I play Assassin's Creed Valhalla and pass judgment on that game. I'm playing the Ezio collection on, um, uh, Xbox one, the HD collection of that, the remastered version. And that is, I remember number two being, so much better than what it was. I mean, I love the Ezio Auditore da Firenze. Ezio Auditore da Firenze. I love the storyline. I love the character. I hate Desmond so much. Desmond Meals or Miles just sucks. He sucks. He is like, he just sucks. And I understand the story a lot better now, which is, um, which is great. But um, I just, uh, I think Brotherhood is just better. Brotherhood is just a better game, you know, like, because he's like in his, he's like not a teenager anymore. He's like in his 20s or 30s or whatever. And he's like become more mature and like a, a better assassin. I think, yeah, Brotherhood's better. And they have, they've got the, um, the Brutus armor. And it's more about Rome. I think that one, it's less about like the Renaissance and it's still about the Renaissance era and stuff like that, but it's more about, um, it's more about what am I, what am I getting at? It's more about like, yeah, ancient Rome. It's got the Colosseum and stuff and that's awesome. That's so much cooler, uh, for me anyway. I think that's awesome. And then Revelations is still a good game though, too. That's still awesome. I like the fact that you are an old man in Revelations. I think that's like a cool thing. I think that was a big thing too around that time. Um, you like being an old man was kind of a bit of a fashion in video games. Like remember Max Payne 3 and you were this, you were like an old Max Payne. Like that's, that's a bit of a thing. Where's the, there's another game that came out around the same time where you're a bit of an old man and it like kind of made it fashionable. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's a, there's these cool trials 
in um they're like you know kill so many enemies in like a minute 30 or whatever in uh brotherhood and i'm just finishing off the story to number two before i get into brotherhood but i i really hope those animus trials are back in there because i can't wait to do them i used to be really 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 good at like not shoot my own tune and pumping my own tires but you know it's probably not much of a record now but i used to hold the record between like me and my friends on like one of the trials you had like a minute 30 to kill as many characters as you could and you had to keep your kill streak going and i remember from from zero to a minute 30 i killed like nearly 60 or 70 people eh? like it was a great it was crazy good it was so awesome you know and i used to do it with like the the short blade so you know it was yeah i won't make the noises because it's probably they don't they won't sound as cool <laughs> it's like actual like sword noises but yeah it was sick it was so good i remember being like really like pretty good at it and um i remember i set a high score on my friend's profile and yeah i won't say to this day he still can't beat it but to my knowledge he still hasn't beat that time and that's yeah that's like one of the like cockiness <laughs> that comes from gaming as well it's like i outthought you <laughs> it's like a weird version of of um it's like chess it's kind of like chess you know like where you, you you just outthink someone it's like the ultimate humiliation excuse me just slurping my coffee there um yeah it's like the ultimate humiliation is just to outthink someone that's why i get like a little bit upset on like games like call of duty where you know they they shoot me first or they like anticipate me coming around the corner whether they have the assists or it's like um bots or whatever or you know yeah you know you have a whinge or whatever but at the end of the day they outthought you <laughs> and it sucks because now you have to try and outthink them again and often when i'm playing some call of duty games online i'm doing the same thing i like run up and then you know try and shoot them and then i die and then i just do the same thing it's like i keep it keeps repeating like i don't actually change my strategy i just keep running towards and hopefully I can do that enough times that I kill them more than me. That's basically my tactic with Call of Duty these days, especially is that I don't wait anymore. I just run towards where all the bullets are. And then I just kind of come in and shoot where the bullets are. It used to work really good on like the early ones because you would just front people. You would just run up to them as fast as they could as fast as you could and just shoot a lot of bullets at them. And then, you know, it was a game of numbers. Like the more bullets I fired, the more chance I, I had of hitting people. I wasn't like this. Oh, I'm still not like this super accurate sniper. I do okay with sniper rifles, but I'm not super great. Um, I just, I aim, I aim and I fire. I don't even aim. I just like shoot and then I aim. <laughs> like it's this really bad way to play, honestly. I, I, and I do that with a lot of games, eh? Like a lot of games, I find myself, I just shoot a lot of bullets. Like my brother and I and our friend, we play this game called Payday 2. I've spoken about it a bit, like their customization tree and stuff. And you rob banks. Like that's so cool. You just rob banks. You rob 
drug dealers, you rob like corporations, you just steal stuff. Like that's awesome. Like who doesn't want to just, you know, and wear like cool masks, you wear cool masks, suits, body armor, and you have all these guns. But one of the things in that game is I generally use a shotgun and a, um, like a little machine pistol or whatever. And I just shoot a lot. And every time I usually end up with the most kills, but I always end up with the least accurate. <laughs> like my brother, he gets at least, he gets more than 50% of his shots at land. And I get like 13% <laughs> of the shots at land. Like I shoot a lot. A lot of bullets go to waste when I'm playing. It's amazing I don't run out of bullets more often, you know. Thankfully, on that game, you can pick up ammo as quickly as you can shoot it out, which is great. Um, but what I'm hoping is that in this new generation of consoles, and yeah, it is going to be the world's most powerful console, but for how long? Like the One X was the world's most powerful console, and that came out, what, two years ago? So how long until we have the xbox series x which xbox you really you really just confused with what you want um the xbox to be like you, you did xbox and then we did the 360 which basically jumping in a circle and landing the same way and then the xbox one which is one singular and then s you did the one s and now you're doing, then you did a one X and now you're doing Xbox series S and then an Xbox series X. That's a lot of S's and X's. And then there's a project Scorpio in there somewhere, you know, and then, you know, is that what the S stands for? But that was a one X. So you look, I could read into it a little bit more, but I don't think I'm going to, I'm just going to like, you know, happily concede and. I'm just going to say Microsoft Bill Gates, you're a little bit confusing, but I do love your products and I do use a lot of your products. So don't bash me on it. Don't verbally bash me. Um, but what I'm excited to see on the next one. So this one's got 12 teraflops of um, processing power, which is like a high-end gaming PC or a mid-level gaming kit PC. Um, so what's So the next one... Is it going to have VR finally? Or are they going to develop their own Microsoft VR separate from Xbox that you can play on computer? And then through the computer, you can plug it into your Xbox. Like you don't actually have to buy a specific Xbox to run a VR. Because guess what's coming to VR? That's right. I paused, right? Medal of Honor VR. Who's excited? That's right. Probably no one. I'm not even that excited. I just thought it's interesting that Call of Duty has a um, an octilogy of games. Probably more a a a, um, a decilogy. A decilogy is that ten games? A decilogy. They have more than ten games for sure. But I I don't know what the um, the unit of measurement in tril trilogies or quadrilogies would be. A centilogy is five, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe that's a hundred. Maybe a cent, centilogy. Maybe that's five. What's five in Spanish? 
Undos tres cuatro cinco 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 cinquilogy sing 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 sing. I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, but it's interesting that Medal of Honor. It's like they've just had all these failed games, not failed, but definitely games that haven't done as well as Call of Duty. And now they're um, they're like, oh, let's just let's just do VR. <laughs> let's just make one of our old. Um, <laughs> one of our old games. Let's just turn it into VR. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You know, let's do Airborne, but VR. That's like, I think that's the processing of it. It's just like, let's just pick, pick a game. Someone pick one. Someone pick a Medal of Honor game and we'll just develop it for VR. We're actually going to develop a new game. Maybe they are actually. I only seen it um, in passing when I was looking up some other stuff. Um, and then I seen it, I seen Medal of Honor. I was like, didn't that game like just never come out anymore? And now it's VR. That's the, the, the last thing I heard about it was, uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter. That was the last game. And that was like their answer to Modern Warfare's, Call of Duty's Modern Warfare's. Um, I didn't play it. Because it was weird because everyone like started every like tier one special operatives just started to look like a blacksmith from like the Elder Scrolls games. Like they all had like these really bushy beards and like they were really muscular and they all had like blacksmithing aprons on and stuff, but they had all like this high end weaponry. Like they stopped looking like Charlie Sheen in Navy SEALs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, and then they started looking like like a blacksmith that you know makes and forges weapons it's really weird it's such a fashion thing too i think fashion like tosses and turns so much so frequently i think the one thing that's coming back that i'm i'm not necessarily okay with is like three quarter pants they they were gone for a reason they don't need to come back three-quarter pants they can stay hidden we're all happy with that i'm definitely happy with three-quarter pants just staying in the dust they can just live there and they're like bleaching your hair blonde is back as well i remember when i was young my brother and i we got like the bleach tips and because our hair is so black it just turned it just looks like like um like pine <laughs> it, it doesn't look like that great it just kind of looks like sandy it doesn't go blue it never it never went blonde so yeah it didn't really suit us i remember i lost a bet once um it was something to do with um because i grew up in a in a small town that has a racetrack and we bet on the racetrack um that i i said holden would win and if holden win he had to dye his hair red and if Ford won that year, I would have to dye my hair blue. And I have jet black hair. Like I have black hair. People often ask me, is my hair dyed? Because it's really, really black. It's not. It's just black. And um, so Ford won that year. So I had to dye my hair blue. And um, I, yeah, so I... <laughs> I had pretty long hair as well. I had like a bit of a mullet thing going on and my cousin and I, we dyed 
we bleached my whole head like as light as it could go it burnt so bad but we bleached it as far as we could go and then dyed it blue and i went home with this blue hair after like eight hours at my cousin's house because that's all we did and she lost it she was you know you're an idiot what are you doing you fool like you're so you're so stupid and I didn't tell her about the bet because that would mean like more of a verbal lashing, you know, she was proper cranky. So she sat me down, threw a towel over me. And then she was like, you're going to sit there and you're going to shut up for the next 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, you know, sometimes there's just no arguing. I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to sit here. And she got out her clippers and just shaved my head. Eh? She took it all the way down to a number two. So, because my cousin and I did such a poor job, the bleach was like, some of it was down to the roots, some of it wasn't down to the roots. So, as she's like shaving it off, it it looked like, I looked like a leopard had like rolled in a little bit of blue, <laughs> blue dye. I had like these weird leopard patches. I looked like... um who was the chick from the early 2000s that shaved her head in leopard print? Maybe it was like little Kim. Nah, she always had hair. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I looked like, I looked like the biggest fool. I had like brown, black, blonde, blue, sandy brown, all through my hair. There's actually a video that my friends and I did because of, um, were heavily influenced by, um, jackass we um we did like our own version of a jackass thing and uh you can actually see my hair in that video and i look back at it and i tell people that story and i just realize how dumb it is <laughs> how dumb the story is and how right my auntie was to shave all it off and let me live with the humiliation but because i was a teenager i was like yeah man whatever i don't care it's just hair it'll grow back you know it doesn't bother me at all um so yeah anyway i kind of lost what i was talking about but i just thought i'd share that interesting story of how my auntie shaved my hair when i had um lots of hair but oh, yeah, i was talking about what what's next after like the trilogy because like you you stop you, then it becomes a series of games or a series of movies you know, it's like um, like Marvel have done this thing where they've just turned it into phases. So they the like five movies are in a phase, and then it's phase two, phase three, phase four, and then phase five is the next one, uh, I guess. And um, yeah, so you know that's how they call their trilogies and sequels and that. But like movies, like um no sorry games like assassin's creed so they're just a series now whereas like when did they break off because they did three games they did four games they did these are like the games right so they did assassin's creed one number two and then three and then four and then four they called black flag so then it's called Black Flag. It's not called 4. But they haven't done an Assassin's Creed 5. 
all the ones after that have just been named after they've just been given a name. So like, um, origins, uh, odyssey syndicate. Um, what's the other one? What's the French one? I always get, uh, unity, unity. I always get stuck on the French one, uh, unity. And what's the newest one? Valhalla. Valhalla. So they're all given a game. So there's like four in their quadrilogy, but then they've got all these games in a series. So when does five come out? Is there a plan for five or do we just forget that we were like numbering games? <laughs> we're just going to forget about it. It's like, that's a, that's a good thing that like a lot of EA sports games do. They just name it after the year. Then they don't have to get stuck or remember that they need to do a two, three, and a four. They can just go, oh, yeah, it's 2020. We'll just call the game Madden 2020 or FIFA 2020. Actually, that's another thing that's kind of that always gets me is that like all of the FIFA and like Madden and NHL and NBA, all the game covers are almost identical. Bear with me of the years that they come out. So like this year, um, it was kind of like kind of retro eighties neon and like, you know, one picture in like a lot of pictures, but they're like, um, one's black and white and then one's in color and they're doing poses and one's like them in their sports gear. And then one's like casual. And then, you know, they're all like very, very similar. And there's always like that a pale yellow in it this year um, for a lot of the games or this year for next year because 2021 comes out at the end of the year for the year 2021. Oh, that was, that was a struggle to think of. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So... I mean, it's a great marketing ploy, isn't it, really? I mean, I should probably start taking notes from EA. Uh, you know, I would listen to them if they didn't create, like, Anthem, <laughs> if they didn't do, like, that horrible game. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all the games uh, are almost identical. Eh? They always got... Usually, with FIFA, it's like a footy pitch, and then there's a, just a photo or Madden games, it's similar. And even the UFC games, it's like um, a fighter posing and then there's an octagon behind it or a, a white thing. Uh, actually, that's one that is kind of unique is UFC 3, they did like the Notorious edition with Conor McGregor on the front. Conor McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. Imagine all the people in Ireland that are like named McGregor. There's probably like a gazillion of them and they're all like, saying they're related to McGregor. I'm McGregor McGregor's son. I'm McGregor McGregor's 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 uncle's brother's McGregor. Do you know what it's like to be in a McGregor when you're in McGregor's McGregor? Because there's three, there's three, there's three McGregor's 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 that live down on McGregor Lane next to the county of Galway near outside of McGregor. <laughs> I don't know if he's from Galway. I think he's from Dublin actually. Um, cause that's what tw the 12 is. Is that a district in Dublin that he grew up in the proper 12? I always ask questions like I'm talking to someone else, but really I'm just talking to myself. Um, 
Because I, I often like, I enjoy the answer I get usually because sometimes it's wrong. <laughs> sometimes it's right. It's like talking to anybody really. Um, yeah, you know, it, it makes it good. Um, but I thought that's a, that's an interesting bit of marketing is just make all your games the same, look the same. And then the, but they're all different sports, but they're all the same game. It's like you almost take them to a marketer and say, I want all these to look the same and present the same, but they will do different things, but they are the same. I want them to all look uniform. You know what I mean? I want all the EA games that are coming out this year to all look the same. Look, hey, look into it. I'm sure there's some deeper conspiracy that I'm not going to look into. I just, it's like an observation that I've seen. And I've only spoken to like maybe two or three people about it. So anyway, sorry, that was me just like nerding out. I've done like a bit of a nerdy show, but I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, sometimes it's good to like talk about stuff that interests you. Like it would be weird if you came to this show to talk, to hear me talk about political topics and stuff that like actually matters because I don't have an opinion of it. I think the good thing about having interests in like games and stuff is that it's common interests. I don't like to put myself in a weird, um, a weird sense of knowing about current events. Nah, I'm just going to stop. There's a hole that I'm digging that I can't see yet. That's often what happens. Uh, when I'm talking, there's like this big hole and I just keep falling into it <laughs> and I keep digging down, but then I get up and then, you know, it's all a mirage because I'm still in the hole. Anyway, I'll stop going with that analogy. So in conclusion, this is my, uh, version of a time capsule for my family and friends and look if you enjoyed the show because now like i said i'm learning how to to market and put my show forward a lot more i'm on i'm on apple podcasts google spotify i've got a list here hang on breaker overcast pocketcast pocket cast radio public I'm on all those and I'm on anchor. I'm on anchor as well. And that's not even, I'm not even getting paid for that or will I ever get paid, which is okay with me. Cause like I said, it's more therapy for me, but, um, look, if you like it and you want to follow and you want to hear more stuff like this, you can, uh, send an email via your email to my mind at gmail.com. Or you can just like, slide into my dms on my mind podcast on instagram with no vowels that's my mind podcast with no vowels because that's a unique thing isn't it not really it's not unique these days i think it used to be anyway enjoy that outro